Thank you for downloading this podcast from BJOG. This is a podcast of the BGOG April 2020 editorial, and I'm Patrick Chen. The main concern with employing assisted reproductive treatment, or ART, such as in vitro fertilization and intracytoplasmic sperm injection, is the potential for a multiple pregnancy, with the associated higher obstetric and neonatal complications. To this end, there has been a drive to adopt a policy of employing single embryo transfer in order to reduce this outcome. It is also clear, however, that the use of single embryo transfer per se will not completely eliminate the risk of multiple pregnancies, as other ART procedures such as extended embryo culture and later stage transfer have also been implicated with this outcome. Furthermore, spontaneous zygotic splitting occurring after embryo transfer but prior to uterine implantation can still theoretically happen. Pre-implantation genetic testing, or PGT, an increasingly used add-on ART procedure, has also been implicated with a higher risk of embryo splitting, resulting in a twin pregnancy. A recent systematic review reported that the risk of monozygotic twinning was not increased following PGT with IVF compared to IVF pregnancies without PGT, but this could be due to insufficient outcome events observed, as there were only 55 monozygotic twins in the PGT group. In this issue of BGOG, Kamath and colleagues analyzed data from ART cycles with single embryo transfer treated in the United Kingdom between 2000 and 2016. The main advantage of this study is the enormity of the data set. There were 4,544 PGT and 203,153 non-PGT cycles included, which also allowed for adjustment for potential confounders. It is important to highlight that these cycles include both IVF and XC procedures, despite the title of the manuscript which suggested only IVF cycles were studied. The authors examined the data for two outcomes. Firstly, psychotic splitting, when there were two or more gestation sacs seen on an early ultrasound pregnancy scan. And secondly, monozygotic twinning, when same-sex twins were born. These were convenient outcomes to use when analyzing such a large data set. But there were limitations with their use and this is highlighted by Venetis in the accompanying mini-commentary. Despite these limitations, the adjusted odds of zygotic splitting was significantly higher in the PGT compared to the non-PGT group. The odds of monozygotic twin births was higher in the PGT group, but was not statistically significant. The lack of a significant difference in the later outcome may be due to lack of power in the study as 11.7% of the study cohort miscarried and did not have a twin pregnancy. It is still important to stress that the absolute risk of zygotic splitting and monozygotic twinning involved with PGT is still small at 22 to 2.4% for both outcomes. And hence, we should not necessarily change current clinical practice, but caution should be employed with any proposal to routinely use PGT to detect for aneuploidy in the general ART population.
The result from this study also serves as a salient reminder to clinicians to be mindful of the potential adverse effects associated with any new treatment technology and the need for appropriate patient counselling. Thank you very much for your attention. Thank you for listening to this podcast from BJOG. We have been reporting the best research in women's health since 1902. We are keen to hear your views. Tweet us at BJOG Tweets. You can find more podcasts at www.bjog.org.